You are now tuned in to the Holistic Educators Podcast, a podcast inspiring lifelong learners. I'm Brittany. And I'm Nikki. And before we get started, we have something exciting to share. Brittany and I finally have a Patreon that is up and working with two tiers that I think we, you, you might really enjoy. So the first tier that we are offering is actually just a simple donation. We do have a goal right now of $25 a month. So if you feel compelled to just donate $1, it would help us out a lot. You would get a customized shout out on each episode as well. And we also are offering tier two at $3 in which you would get a copy of our presentation customized to a presentation standard and also a PDF handout with tons of goodies and helpful information to help you along your process of growing on each episode. So four PDFs in total of presentations and of handouts. Mm -hmm. And you can find all the information for where to find our Patreon in the link below. Um, also, just don't forget, if you like what we're putting out there, please like, share, and subscribe. Our content is made with you guys in mind and just with the goal of inspiring you guys. Um, so if you find any value with what we have to say and what we've been offering you lately with this new season, please do, um, you know, do share with your friends. It would mean a lot to us. Exactly. So I guess let's get started, Britt. Yeah. So today um, we're actually going to present you guys with a how-to um, and our topic today is on confidence. So our goal today is to help you get uh, that radiant glow or to feel like you know you have that you know light shining from within when you're in front of an audience and how to gain the confidence um, when you're up there. Um, so we have some tips to share with you about that today. Uh, on today's episode we're going to go through a bunch of different things. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff here for us to talk about. Actually, for today's episode, because we feel like learning how to speak confidently in front of people is so important, we put our first section dedicated to that. So how to speak confidently, how to feel brave about what you're putting out there. And I think in general, just speaking to people can be uh, very overwhelming. And then we're also going to get into overcoming your nerves as well. So how to kind of calm that down, um, the true meaning and definition of fear, that fight or flight mode that we have as well kind of instinctual mm -hmm. and then we will get into some more tips so some tips for your um, presentations before them during them what you can do to make your uh, presentation stand out and then of course some techniques that you can practice even before you get in front of your audience so that way you can kind of hone those skills to you know be able to hold a conversation down or feel really really confident in front of a group of people you've never met um, so we have activities and we'll, we'll get there. Um, so stick with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Confidence. Let's get into it. Yes. Um, okay. So confidence. I just wanted to quickly do a small section here yeah. um, to talk about confidence because before we even get to, you know, how to be confident, we need to yeah. understand why we want to be it, uh, why it's so important for you to have that um, confidence and that, you know, that calm and collected nature when you're on stage um, and even if you're not on stage we're talking to an audience that varies so perhaps you are just uh, you just work in an office and you just have to present in meetings yeah or you're a teacher like me and Nikki and maybe you're presenting in front of a group of students or mm -hmm. you know standing out at a meeting so confidence is important because you can actually be a very persuasive storyteller and you know mm -hmm. have the room captivated 
So can it be faked? I just kind of want to touch upon the fact that like your body won't know if you're faking it. So <laughs> just there's times where you can actually just act as if, um, act as if you are that confident person you've always wanted to be. Act as if you are that, you know, your idol or your the person that you admire, who's a really good speaker. So you, you can kind of try and embody just a small technique to even start. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just want to mention that what makes a confident person is someone who is calm, collected, they are mm-hmm. prepared, but they are spontaneous. And I think that they are always up for a challenge. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with that. If like you are a confident person, you're usually the one to yeah. go get it. Go for it for sure. But you know, I like how you said too, sometimes it's like act as if and that mental countdown in your head. I don't know if you've ever done this before, but let's say it's time to go up to present something or participate. And sometimes that little bit of anxiety hits your stomach. So sometimes I'll do like, okay, in three seconds, you're going for it no matter what. And then your brain's just go, 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 right? So three, two, one, okay, put your hand up and and reply or whatever it is that the situation. So I definitely agree with that for sure. You just gave me a vision of like, um, like a magic wand, like you kind of just have to like transform in that moment. So yeah. just pretend for a second you have a furry godmother and just uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and give and give yourself that confidence. And the, the last thing, really quickly, is um, like the people that are up there and that are speaking and that you think are amazing speakers or have that confidence that you want or that you desire. I think you have to ask yourself like what what are they talking about? What is it that they are wanting to share? So they are obviously going up there and sharing something very important to them. Yeah. Um, so what you can ask yourself is how can I leave the room that you walk in right. better than how I found it? So yeah. that could be something that you work on. Like, again, it's kind of a life, a life work to kind of find out what you are really passionate about. But if you find that thing, then you'll be always speaking from that place of, you know, of knowing um, yeah. and you won't have to question your, your confidence. People will For see sure. it. And also to remember too, like what you're saying is important, right? That, people are there to listen to you. So it's like what you, exactly what you said, like you are going to leave the room better than how you found it. And um, I think that's a good key to, to remember for sure. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, that ties in perfectly with how do you overcome your nerves, which I think is a reason, you know, why we allow ourselves to get stuck and not take that next step forward. And there's like a really good saying um, that a lot of public speaker teachers use and fear sometimes can stand for forget everything and run, right? We have a tendency to just be like, nope, I'm out, bye. Mm -hmm. But what's really important and crucial is changing that fear to become facing everything and rising from it and and learning, you know, like that fight or flight mode. It's natural to just get into that section where you're like, I'm done, I'm out. But learning that flight, like how do I navigate through this? How do I sit with these emotions and nerves and feelings and teach myself that this is safe? Like this is a good feeling. Let that adrenaline rise through you and push forward, right? Um, But as teachers, we realize as well that in and out of the classroom, this is a skill that's not practiced enough, you know, being able to speak confidently and overcome those nerves. And also the notion, yeah, public speaking is scary, right? But it's so taboo, like you should be able to get up there and do it. But as humans, we're not able to, it's it's very unnatural. So it is something that has to be learned. It has to be taught and, um, you know, more emphasis on overcoming those nerves and sitting with those nerves, I think um, should be placed in the classroom for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, 
I actually think that it's not taught enough. And that's why I pushed, um, and I mentioned it in last episode, the five minute spiel that I make the students do. And I think because I was forced to do it, um, mm -hmm. I kind of understand and we can put ourselves in their position of like how they feel when they're up there in front of the classroom, mm -hmm. never having to, you know, never having presented before or perhaps not be practiced enough. So I think exactly. that's, that's why I push it so much. Um, and why we advocate for like, you know, public speaking, your tech techniques yeah. and like, you know, your, your truth going out there. Um, but one thing I want to say is when you're actually feeling those levels of fear or that anxiety or that nervousness, it takes away your energy. So you might have had a really good, let's say, presentation to start. Um, and then what ends up happening is your fear just takes over. So you, you start to lose your you know all the components and we'll talk about what those are later on but all the components that make a great speech or a great um, presentation so calm mind calm body i think is like a little mantra you can say to yourself um and you can try a technique which i have here for you guys it's the four corner breath so anytime you're like about to go you know on stage or you're about to present or you're about to speak in front of a group of people but mm -hmm. it could be anything like it could just be you trying to calm your own thoughts because they're racing yeah. Sure. Um, try this technique in um, your inhales. You're going to hold your inhales for four counts. So you would like breathe in two, three, four. Then you're going to hold for four. So don't exhale yet. Oh, I'm yeah. at like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you have to be a really, you know, you have to be calm when you do this and then and, and steady and, and, you know, no rushing. And then you exhale for four and then you hold your, your out breath for four. So it's almost like you can picture like a little square. So you breathe in, right. hold, breathe out, hold, and then Love you repeat. It. And I think like just to overcome that little anxiety that we might get before we get on stage is a really, you know, it's a skill that we learn and not like it's not taught how to deal with nervousness and um, yeah. you know, stage fright. It, you know, if you, especially if you're not doing any presentations, right? If you're not sticking yourself out there. I think our very first episode was on social anxiety. Social anxiety. You know, part of the reason why people yeah. don't want to go on stage. So you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that, you know, what I have to say is important. And, you know, hearing yourself in your head say, my voice matters, my voice matters, um, yeah. might be another way to kind of calm your mind down. Um, we'll give you more techniques, but always mm -hmm. remember that your voice matters. And that's good for students as well that like have anxiety or anybody that deals with anxiety to just kind of remember that your voice matters, right? Like to have that breath um, count, I think is very useful because sometimes there's moments in everyday life where your heart's pounding maybe before an interview. And this could be very, very useful even in those situations. Um, that's going to lead us into appearance tips as well, because a lot of what you present sometimes is 70% the body language, which matters and 30% of what you're saying. So we want to ensure you're feeling adequate in both sections. So we're going to spend some time here um, before we move on. Yeah, so I think um, what we often forget when we get in front of an audience is that even before yeah. we say anything, they're already, you know, they already have their judgments about us. Exactly. Okay? And what we're going to say. So we have to just remember that, yeah, we're all people, we all have an opinion. So you can only control, you know, your part of the presentation. And that's, mm -hmm. of course, what work that you've done with calming your mind but even still um you're you're there for a reason and if you're presenting a speech or you're you know in front of a group um you've got to know who they are i think starting with your audience and knowing who your audience is is very important once you for know sure. who they are you're more likely to connect with them um and also know your material so that means having 
wrote your material and having practiced it, really know the stuff you want to share with them. Um, and then, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the idea of rehearsal. Okay, so um, before you even come on stage, you do want to kind of make sure that you have, you know, your whole, from beginning to end, you have sort of a, a, an idea of what you want to say. And then you have your whole, um, you know, your whole thing. You have your notes, you have your, um, your water, this and that. And then you yeah. run through it before, you know, like you, the worst thing I think is to get onto stage and, you know, not have a clue or what shirt you put on or not have a clue, yeah. you know, how, how you sound when you say these things out loud. So um, yeah. starting there, um, and I just want to briefly, if I could, just in this yeah, section, talk about, because we're not going to go through in this you know, in this um, episode, like how to actually write your speech or how to write what you're going to say. But all I did want to mention with that is it's okay to carry notes with you. Um, sure. It's okay to have those with you because I think what people often think is that they have to come onto stage uh, and have everything memorized. So Memorize. having notes yeah. and we can offer in like, you know, at another time, a way to do this where you guys have like a whole like, you know, list of of ideas mm -hmm. but even if you just have point form that's your basic so having point yeah. form notes as as far as like what you want to say that way you always have something to kind of um go off of Reference. um but yeah if i can summarize preparation practice and rehearsal before you present and if i could add to it's better that it's not fully memorized because what i found a lot of the times is that once you forget one word the whole speech is going out the window and if you don't know how and we're going to teach you guys as well like we'll touch on impromptu which is really necessary on how to recover yourself if these moments of um, it happens in front of people we're going to blank out so i think you know what Brittany offers to you to say is that having point form is a much better way than just memorizing every single word detail for detail because it, it offers a little bit of a chance of, of forgetting something and, and everything kind of falling apart. But um, to add to that, so now that you're prepped, what you're wanting to do during your presentation is also equally important. And as I did mention before, you must pay attention to your body language, okay? Feel the room out. What you're putting forward is what's very necessary, right? Your, your hand movements, don't be over the top with your hands, right? Because then that's what we're gonna be focusing on. Um, the other thing as well, you want to make sure you're using the room. So don't just focus on one person or one spot. Try your best to, you know, look around, make that eye contact with various individuals. And it makes it a lot more personal. As scary as it is, it makes it a lot more personal. Um, and something that I was taught a few years ago is if you can't make eye contact, look in between the brows. And it looks like we're making eye contact, but we're not. So uh, it seems to go over pretty well with students too. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really important and it does bring a new level to your presentation. The other thing, we have to try not to fidget, right? And it's difficult as well, like to, to not fidget, but if you can pull your sleeves up, if you can put your hair up, if you can ensure, even if, if cue cards, you know you're gonna fidget with them, maybe get rid of them, then that's when possibly memorizing would be a little bit better. Um, but if you can keep yourself calm, do like the, the activity Brittany taught too, where it's like breathing, that could help as well. You wanna also avoid words that are filler words. So, um, uh, like, it's hard. We say them without even realizing it, but the more you start to realize on a daily basis when you're speaking with people, oh, I said, um, oh, I said, uh, 
the more you're going to become better at getting rid of them through your presentation. So that's something to just start keeping in mind. I, I count them. I'll be in, in one hour. How many times did I say, um, oh God, okay, we have to work on this, right? And we'll give you activities as well, like for the impromptu training on how to get rid of ums. If you can not sway as well, that would be awesome. Try to find your center of balance, really feel the earth, keep yourself uh, steady because that swaying is very distracting. If you feel compelled to sway, walk around then. Use the room, but don't show your back to the audience, okay? And uh, the last two points I'd like to share as well is to project your voice. There's nothing worse than that monotone voice and I'm only listening to one sound, right? We want those ups and downs, the vocal variation, because it will really add a little emphasis to your presentation. And just watch that posture, right? Shoulders back, you're confident. That's what we're trying to instill into everybody in that superwoman pose or superman pose um, can really come into play here because um, that really helps to ensure your audience is feeling personal, right? Like they always say something about the shoulders back. It's like you're, you're approachable and your arms are not crossed, you're approachable. So a few tips for your, your presentation. It's funny because they don't ever teach, like you said, those things in school. Um, yeah. Unless you're in the, I don't know, debate club, unless you're in drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then of course in English okay. when you do presentations. So having those skills, I think are like we mentioned last week, it's a transferable skill to have. Um, yeah. And you know what, it's, it's a good reminder for us too, because you know, even as teachers, like we are presenting information and we do want the people in front of us to be engaged. So for sure, just always remembering like, you know, like, or being aware of like, what am I doing? Am I engaged yeah. in this? Because I think um, what we said too before is if you, if you really know what you're talking about or you're really passionate about it and you know your material, um, for sure. then you have less things to kind of uh, worry about. But worry about. yeah, there's like levels to the confidence that you, you can have. So I love how you mentioned doing these things when we're not presenting. So like, yeah, your arms, um, yeah, really becoming aware of those things that you do, like how you present yourself in every situation, not just in front of an audience, but like, you know, exactly. in your interactions and how you yeah, carry yourself. Yeah. And I didn't realize, but I play with my hair a lot. So when I present, like if it's something that's important, I always put my hair up because yeah, I'm one that I'm jitter. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just, it's like, you don't know, or my glasses. I'm always pushing my glasses up. So I have to make sure like I put extra powder or something so they stay stuck to my face so they don't go flying around. But small things you realize, right, on a daily basis. So yeah. that's why we encourage you guys to practice even normal days and to find yours like what are your um, things that you do because if it is holding the notes if it is you know fidgeting and things like that then you can look for different ways to to work on those for sure those things yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay so that brings us here mm -hmm. um to the power of public speaking mm -hmm. so speech i'll just read you this quote speech yeah. is power speech is to persuade to convert to compel Love so uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, and I think that's a pretty powerful thing to say because we talked about the power of words last week, and now we're saying in action that yeah. they actually have so like a repercussion, right? Like they actually okay. can compel or convert or persuade some someone or some people or or tons of people, right? Like depends on what it is you're saying and how you're, how well you say it. So um, we'll touch briefly, I guess we want to mention yeah, briefly. Please, please we can talk about ethos, pathos, and logos, which we normally talk about. I mean, I normally bring it up too when we teach public speaking and we mm -hmm. talk about, you know, um, writing a persuasive speech. But this, ki this kind of concept that there's a, a really, you know, ideal figure that is a, yeah. a char like a charism 
charismatic talker um, who can persuade, you know, the masses is, um, is surrounded by this, you know, this triangle of, of ethos, pathos, and logos. So mm-hmm. if, I don't know, we can kind of both talk, speak on it, but yeah, if, if, absolutely. If, no one, if you guys aren't aware of what that is, we have um, these concepts and I'll give you with the little chart I have here, but this, mm-hmm. it goes into a much deeper thing. So ethos as in credibility, pathos, emotion, and mm-hmm. logos as in your logic. So mm-hmm. encompassing these three um, is mm-hmm. said to make you a really persuasive Mm-hmm. public speaker mm-hmm. um, according to Aristotle so yeah <laughs> um, but sure. yeah, like I mean in, in my opinion I, I listen to when, when someone speaks with emotion when I know they're deep down sharing like a very personal story um, it gets you it's it's very um, interesting and you're more curious and, and you become empathetic um, when someone tells you the facts of like how things yeah. work uh, you want to buy it because you understand it, it you know mm-hmm. so it's like using these components actually uh, I think is is very important. unique tech is is an interesting technique. I don't know mm-hmm. for sure. I agree with you a hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh, and I see like the rappers and comedians, right? Like they do, they do. Use yeah. That. So, well, I thought of okay. So as far as like when you think about like a rapper or a comedian, um, I I think what I think about is their in a sorry their ability to innovate um, with the words that they speak and their ability to like manipulate them too. Um, So they could actually tell such a wonderful story at the top of their head. And I think why they do that is because number one, they're speaking from the heart. So, and I, I, I not, I'm not just saying just rappers and just comedians, but they're the, the, the type of um, technique that they use or the, the kind of like, I guess like the, what they use is this idea of like freestyle, right? right? So it's sort of like this, like just pulling ideas and, and, presenting them in this in this way where they like make perfectly good sense mm-hmm. so like they're usually speaking from their heart um and they're usually telling you a story that like if ha- like if it didn't happen to them it happened to a friend of a friend of theirs exactly. and then they're telling you like this story from beginning to end that at the end you know you just whether you believe it or not it's just they yeah. wrapped it up in all of this yeah. um, ethos pathos logos yeah. that it, How it's just it? amazing um so i just want to bring them up because they're very similar in what they do yeah. uh, if, if anyone's willing to like develop those skills like yeah like maybe watching some of those people and mm-hmm. finding out yourself what you think why yeah. you think that they're a good speaker what do you think it is about them that is so compelling that you know persuaded you to go buy the product so noting when you're affected by speakers yeah you know what just to add really quickly because i know we mm-hmm. have a lot to get through but um i hate to to bring Hitler up but when you look at these powerful people in history and unfortunately how they took over crowds because you look back and it's like especially like for someone me like I love history and I look back and I say how could someone manipulate like thousands and thousands and thousands of people here's a little secret this is what they were using right like they would pull on the emotions of the of the audience right like listen I can save you I can get you out of this mess it's me 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 I'm credible because I am the Fuhrer of Germany right now this and that and the logic behind you know the way he was presenting his ideas to an audience so it's interesting like when you see these really evil people in history um, and even incredible people in history too uh, positive individuals who've made a difference how you know evil and good can use the same techniques and still persuade so many people. So very fascinating, very, very fascinating when you mm-hmm. break down words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just had like a couple of things here. We're going to get into a couple, I'll, I'll kind of go through this quickly, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
the the more activities that you do and like the more that you work on like these um techniques the the mm. faster you can build your confidence and like the better of a public speaker or just a confident person in general than that you can become um so i would say just some things you can do are just to try your best to put yourself in situations where you're out of your comfort zone even if you're you know worried about being judged or worried that you're going to fail or make a mistake just try your best because i think sometimes we often we don't allow ourselves to experience the uncomfortableness of standing in front of a group and you know um saying what you have to say because we're often afraid they're going to laugh at us and you know things like that um we can list them for you somewhere else um you can check them out with in more detail on our patreon but some leadership exercises because good leaders they're good speakers and that's why people follow them so you can check out um any one of the leadership te techniques that you know we that are to come and then we'll talk about um body language but i just want to share with you a, a quick little exercise that i do and you can even do it to your you know you can do it with yourself um but it's even good with like one person is to have just cards and i bring this into the classroom sometimes too with different questions and then like i'll ask this two students to volunteer and then they'll ask questions back and forth so it'll be random and then they'll mm. get so excited because like they all want to volunteer but they don't know what they're volunteering for and then the question yeah. <laughs> sense so they're so they're put in a position where you know they just have to say what's on you know first thing on their mind and usually mm -hmm. those that you can you can really tell like that enjoy and that are finding their their voice up there keep it going like they they'll keep the improv going and we're going to get into that so i won't spend too long on on talking about <laughs> that but i just want to share is a fun little activity um, and even in your head, like if you are like, like Nikki, you were saying you were sort of anyway, you can practice this anywhere. If you're on the bus, you can easily do like word association. Yeah, think of things and like try and think of other words that rhyme or that go with them or that, you know, are synonyms, like all these kind of things. You can play around with language. Um, and even when you practice your speech, you can practice it with the cue cards in your hands. You can take them away. You can practice in front of different people. You can practice it you know, out by yourself. Anyway, there's, there's tons of ways you can um, do that, but just like putting yourself into different posi positions and different um, places that make you feel uncomfortable. It really develops your grit and your resilience. Yeah. And to add to you now, something that like develops your grit and um, I think your ability to speak really well is your impromptu. <laughs> like that's the thing too, that's really important because I think the ability to be able to speak on the spot will help you ultimately make those incredible public speaking moments even better if you do stumble or forget. So one thing we can offer as well that's really important is to always have a quote in the back of your head. Because I tell you the amount of times where I've been asked to just go up there and say something and I'm like, oh my God, how do I start this? So always start like if you can with a quote, something so general, here's a little freebie we're gonna give you. Uh, in a world that is ever changing, some things never change. I tell you, this quote works for everything. If you're talking about chocolate brownies, if you're talking about teaching, if you're talking about driving, like it just works. So you could always have that in the back of your mind of your little bag of goodies. Um, always asking a question to the audience too can help, right? Like you can always start off, well, how many of you feel empowered on a daily basis or whatever it is? And then at the end of your impromptu, coming back to that question, because it can really help buy you time. If you're like, oh my God, I have to speak for three minutes. How do I kill this time? ask a question 
but make sure it's rhetorical. Do not allow them to reply because then your whole presentation is ruined. If they're like, oh, me, me, me. So just it's a rhetorical question. Don't let them answer. Uh, acronyms can also be really handy. So if possible, if you can think of some acronyms, like um, one of my students and I came up with NBA because uh, he loves basketball. So we turned it into never back away. So he can use that. So it's like, how many of you would love to try out NBA or whatever, right? And it's like, never back away or uh, mad. I want you to go mad. I want you to make a difference. So there's so many you can just, again, they help with impromptu. So in that format, then talk about some general facts about whatever it is you're supposed to talk about. If it's about the pen, start with your quote, go into your question, general facts, add a personal story if you can adding that personal story. We, we're curious by nature. We want to know what people are about. Uh, and that'll also buy you some time. And then close your impromptu off by repeating uh, the quote or the question. And that's a really good way to kill those two to three minutes if you have to speak on the spot. And you can apply this to as well your public speaking strategies. They're, they're very interchangeable. So um, yeah, just a few things for you there. Now, a few activities as well you can try with your students. Um, they go really well with Brittany's activities too that we have here is the word bounce game. Um, we call it torture. So we, I, think we, I think we mentioned it last week where I will say a word such as uh, candy and then the student across or whoever it is, uh, it could be a team building game, they say a word associated with candy. So let's say chocolate. Then it comes back to me and I have to say something related to chocolate. Okay, M&M. And we keep going back and forth. You're not allowed to say um, and you only get like five seconds. So it's an impromptu game and you're getting rid of filler words. So you can do that by yourself even. Uh, story time is another good one. So you give someone an object, they just have to go for 30 seconds and explain a, the story about it. You could do it with a picture too. The inventor's mind. So you could do like a dragon's den situation where they make up their own product, whoever it is, uh, in and out of school, this works really well. And, um, and then they have to give their, their one to two minute spiel on why we should buy the product. Uh, and connect the words. So sometimes I'll give students three random words and they have to speak for a minute and a half and connect them somehow. So like Walmart, Cheetos, iPhone, go try to connect them for a minute and a half and see what comes up. And it's funny, right? Like the, the, the curiosity and the creativity that comes out of these situations. Laughter. So, yeah. And, you know, even when we've been in groups where uh, we've done these activities as adults, it really is such a fun thing to do because it does, it puts people in these situations where they're uncomfortable. Yeah. So there's a little bit of like that tension, that nervousness. But then once you start to get into the game or the activity, it really breaks people out of their shells. And then they're just laughing, having a good time. Yeah. And even with the students, you can really see like them trying to, you know, they want to get better. They want to like push themselves to, you know, you can see them breaking out of their shells. So exactly. it's, it's wonderful. Um, and it's and, like riding a bike too. Sorry, Brett, mm -hmm. to cut you off, but it's just, you brought up a good point in my head. You know how like we, we encourage people to practice swimming, practice bike riding, but we never practice public speaking. And it's very much like riding a bike. Like you have to practice to get better. It's not something you learn overnight, uh, impromptu and public speaking. So, you know, to have that in, in the back of your mind that it takes time. <laughs> you have to give it a try. Yeah. Mm. Homework, homework. Yes. Okay. okay. So <laughs> um, we got before we get to the homework, I just wanted to um, quickly mention um that if you guys have any um you know things that you would like to share with us as far as your techniques um yes. leave in the the comments that would be great like a little thing that you could do but mm -hmm. that's that's besides that's like homework on top of homework, homework, on top of homework. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, okay, so yeah. I guess the homework for this week, did you want to go ahead? And sure, yeah, I'll say the first one for us. I think what's important is find a quote that you can memorize and keep with you at any time. You can use the one we gave you, um, but it's so beneficial to have that in the back of your pocket so you can start your speech off no matter what. Make sure it's um, transferable and it's not very like one-dimensional, and uh, that will really help you with your impromptu skills a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and definitely try out a couple of the things that we shared with you today, the techniques, any one of the activities, um, you can use them, you know, just if you're having dinner and you want to just do something fun with your, yeah. your family, or if you want to just practice, um, you can you know, grab a bunch of friends, you can even do it, um, you know, you can do it online, like how we're doing now, you don't have to be face to face to practice impromptu. Um, sure. I'm sure many of us are getting like impromptu zoom and FaceTime calls nowadays anyway. So <laughs> um, yeah, so step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid. Um, okay. And I guess, yeah, it's a really good reminder um, that we have here is to believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Biggest one. You can't even start presenting until you really genuinely believe in yourself and the capabilities that you have in terms of what you can produce. And we want to hear you, right? Everybody does. What you say is valuable. Yeah, just remember that because um, you have a right to speak just as much as everyone yeah. does. And um, yeah, believe in yourself and, and you can accomplish a lot. Mm -hmm. So um, that brings us to here. <laughs> well, this is our social media as usual, friends. Um, if you have a question, suggestion, reach out anytime. Our socials are linked below. We will have our Patreon linked in this at the bottom of the description as well for you to go check out. Hey, why not? Doesn't doesn't hurt. Just go peek at it. Have a little take and look and see what we have there for you. And um, yes, please subscribe if you haven't already. That would help us out tremendously and give this video a like. Yeah, and share this with anyone that you think will find value because um, we're always looking to um, help you guys out and just share what we have. So yeah, share this with people in your life. Perfect. All right then, friends. We will see you next week, same time as usual. Have a lovely week. Keep practicing and share your voice. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.